0: This is a scan bite size global health insights in under 15 minutes. In this episode, we ask why is eating less salt important for heart health. We cover recommended amounts for healthy living and provide some tips for knowing how much salt we're eating and what we can do to reduce it. Stay tuned for your bite of the action. My name is Marinka van der Meulen, and I work on the Global Thought Leadership Program at the George Institute for Global Health. We're delighted that Jackie Webster, Director of the World Health Organization Collaborating Centre on Population Salt Reduction at the George Institute, is here to offer a bite sized explainer on why eating less salt is important for heart health. Thank you for joining us, Jackie. Can you explain what you do in a few words?
1: Thanks, Marinke. Yes, I work at the George Institute for Global Health, where I'm responsible for a research program, which is about trying to improve diets by improving government policy or working with food companies to improve the nutritional composition of foods.
0: And why is that so important?
1: Because even by making small changes in the food supply, which impact diet, we're able to save thousands of lives a year. So one of one of the key areas that I work on is is salt reduction.
0: And what is the link between salt consumption and heart health?
1: Eating too much salt raises blood pressure, and high blood pressure is one of the biggest contributors to heart disease and stroke. And more people are dying from coronary heart disease and stroke than from any other illnesses. So if everybody reduced salt by just about 1 gram a day, then that would save thousands of lives how can people eat less salt? Well, this is the good news because actually reducing salt is relatively easy. And the best way to reduce salt intake is actually just to reduce the amount of processed foods that you buy and increase the amount of fresh foods, particularly fruit and vegetables. And that not only improves health, it often saves money, but even some staple foods, things like bread and breakfast cereals, cheese contain high levels of salt so for those foods you always need to check the label and choose the lower salt option and you also need to be careful about adding salty sauces to healthy meals because that can really increase the amount of salt that you're eating.
0: Hmm, that's very helpful I'm just thinking about when I'm buying food and I know now to look at the label and check the ingredients what should I be looking out for?
1: So so when you're in the supermarket um, it's the sodium in salt that's bad for health. And the, what you see on labels is is sodium. And, you know, different foods have, have different sodium amounts. Um, a low salt food is less than 120 milligrams per 100 gram. But actually, even a lot of staple foods aren't that low. Um, things like bread... For example, you need to be looking at below around three hundred and fifty grams and and for other foods, you should always try and make sure you know that food under four hundred milligrams per hundred grams. but it depends on the food as well you know you don't eat very much of so you know, the salt content might be higher. For example, some sauces might, but you're only going to add like half a teaspoon of the sauce. So it's going to be less overall. But for foods that you're going to eat a lot of, like bread, then you need to think about how much you're eating.
0: Is there a recommended amount of salt that we should be consuming? And is this the same for everyone everywhere?
1: So the World Health Organization and Australian Heart Foundation recommend that adults should be eating around five grams a day, and that's the same for everyone everywhere. For children, it's much less, depending on how old they are.
0: Okay. I sometimes see foods saying low salt or sodium reduced, for example, on soy sauce. Do you think that those items are a better option?
1: Absolutely. It's always best to choose the lower salt option if they're available. But you just need to remember not to add more of that product. So um, just because something's reduced salt doesn't mean you can add more. Um, You need to still be reducing the, the amount that you're eating.
0: So maybe we're trying to retrain our taste buds to not be so reliant on salt. For example, one thing I was thinking of when you were speaking of is spreads and something we have in Australia as a favourite spread is Vegemite. Since knowing more about salt, I've been getting used to using only a little bit of Vegemite.
1: That's really important and it's also really important that we, you know, parents think about not training their children to get used to really high salt foods so I think it's it's important that when you're feeding children you think about not getting them accustomed to the salty taste of food the good news on that there is it's um you know it's actually quite easy to train our taste buds to not like salty foods a lot of people think that they're you know they they like salt foods and they can't change that but you know it's it's very similar to you know, the people who for ages have been putting sugar in their tea and then realise, you know, you you want to reduce your sugar consumption so you gradually wean yourself off sugar and then a couple of weeks later you pick up the wrong cup and you try and taste somebody's tea with sugar in it and it doesn't taste very good and it's the same with salt. So you can gradually wean yourself off salt and then you won't like the taste of salty foods after that and it only takes a couple of weeks to do that. Only a couple of weeks. That
0: seems achievable.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's very achievable and it's, you know, everybody can take steps every day. But just to reiterate, because I think there are so many other health benefits in this is just reducing your purchasing and consumption of packaged processed foods and increasing fruits and vegetables. So when you're in the supermarket, have a look at your trolley and, and just try and make sure that, you know, it's, it's mainly fresh foods and particularly fruits and vegetables and a limited amount of processed foods.
0: Excellent tips. Thank you so much for your expert insights, Jackie. Thanks very much. Have you listened to our other episodes? Search The Scan Podcast to hear more. We look forward to you joining us again soon.